Hi everyone, this is Rayson here, founder of Regacy and your host for the Regacy show and today it is my honor and pleasure to have my good buddy, okay, uh, who is actually one of the, I would say the most inspiring guy that I've ever met through my journey of, uh, you know, finding my own purpose in life, okay, his name is none other than Imran Muhammad, okay, so let's welcome Imran. Right. Hi guys. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. Very yeah. happy to be here. Yeah, th thanks for being part of this show and also at the same time, this show today, it's all about entrepreneurship, family, and how you can make sure that you juggle your time really well with whatever that you're doing. Okay, so today, um, my dear friend here, he is one of the, I would say, the managing director of the Leverage Group. And before we go deep down into the Leverage Group and what you guys add value and how you guys add value to the people around, let me ask you a quick question. Yep. All right. Okay. So, you know that um, being an entrepreneur is really tough. Right? <laughs> yeah. It it, it's it's yeah. really really tough. Yeah. And I, I've always, I've always been so curious. Yeah. Like, what drives you to become an entrepreneur, rather than getting a job, a paid job for a very well-established SME or any kind of companies out there? Um. So I think for a lot of people viewing this, maybe mm -hmm. you're just wondering, you know, should I start my own thing? Should I quit my job? Or, you know, should I try to juggle both? For me, it was always about purpose. Like I want to fulfill my purpose and okay. I want to really live and love and contribute as much as I can. And just realize that, you know, putting myself into a box in someone else's machine uh -huh. was not something that I wanted to do. And I wanted okay. to really be able to add the most value that I could, mm -hmm. touch the most lives that I can. Uh, to me, entrepreneurship was that answer. Uh, what drives me every day, you know, honestly, if I if I had known all the problems and the troubles and the challenges of entrepreneurship before I started, I probably would have not started. <laughs> so, you know, it, true, it's, true, it's true. always rosier in your head than it is in real life. In real life, it's just a lot messier. And I think those of you who are entrepreneurs on the video, you'll probably say yes or attest to this. Um, but what really drives me is that sense that, you know, life is short. You should yep. live something. Uh, live a life that is meaningful to you. Mm -hmm. You should really go out and pursue your dreams. Um, really add as much value as you can in your life. And to me, when I look at my kids and my family every day, uh, that's the ultimate thing that drives me. Yeah, I, I truly agree, man. Especially whenever you watch people on Instagram or even YouTube or Facebook when they are showing their high life in terms of being an entrepreneur, they are showing that, wow, private jets, in fact, they are actually just driving there and going up the up the stairs and then up there going down and then driving back. Okay, some of them. Okay, and then for some of them, they are actually doing like uh, wow, they are they are in the whole beautiful cinema, but actually they're just there just to take a photo, take a video, and then that's it, right? Yeah. So those people, there are those who are actually faking it, but there are those who are doing it like what Imran is doing, and so many others who are watching or even they have. They are not in this show yet, but they are actually striving and doing so much so that they can achieve whatever that they can to be a successful entrepreneur. I mean, right? look, the, the successful entrepreneurs that I know, mm -hmm. they're in the office every day. They're probably yep. 
going to the office earlier than their staff. Mm -hmm. uh, they're staying in later. Yep. They take tremendous risk. They have a lot of responsibility on the back. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a twenty four seven job. Yeah. Right. Um, what people don't see, uh, those long hours, mm -hmm. the challenges. People don't see. Oh, I can't make payroll this month. I can't yeah. do this. I can't do that. Ah, oh, we need this much. There's a, there's a gap in the cash flow about this much or that much. You know, mm -hmm. we have this problem or that problem or this client wants to terminate or this partner wants to leave or this vendor is backing out and not delivering like all this stuff happened when you're running a business and yeah, um, you know I think a lot of people don't see the aspect of that you know someone said that on, and being an entrepreneur is really fun and it is I've traveled the world I've lived yep. in multiple places as an entrepreneur uh, and it has enabled me to do that in fact half the time I work from home with my kids as well mm -hmm. uh, because I want to be able to live the life that I want right yes, um, right so I think what you see online, social media and all that, people showing private jets and all that, you know, like that's a really tiny speck of the proportion of entrepreneurs. There's so many entrepreneurs just every day, day in, day out, just hustling, getting work done and not even talking about it. Yep, you know, um, and the ones that are successful, typically the ones that I see that are successful are very quiet about it. Yeah. Uh, they're very frugal with their spending. They tend to save 80 or 90% of their income and they don't really flaunt their wealth, right? So even for me, I found myself at a point where I was starting to do that and I'm like, hey shit, let's, you know, we're getting caught up in this social media hype thing and, yep. you know, and, and that's not what I want to be. I'm not here to be a guru. I'm here mm -hmm. to work with businesses and change lives and that's really it. You know, I, I don't need anyone to validate whether I'm an Instagram star or whether I fly a private jet because that's not my intention at all. Yeah, I agree, man. And, mm. and, and I, I'm just curious as well, right? Like, for you being an entrepreneur, who inspires you to be an entrepreneur? Are there anyone out there that you can think of? Um, well, the trigger point for me to be an entrepreneur, I was thinking about this when I was in national service. So in, in Singapore, we served two and a half years. Yep, correct. Um, and in that time, while everyone else is working and studying and loving and traveling, <laughs> uh, we get stuck and we become a name. Uh, we, we lose our name and we become a number and we have a crew cut and we don't have any choice about what to wear, where to go, what to do, who to work with. And then I started asking myself, what do I do with my life? What do I really want to do if I'm given my freedom? And um, I started asking, I started reading, and this book, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, mm, nice. changed my life because okay. he was the first author that I, I, I read of that actually taught me that there's a difference between how the rich and the wealthy thing versus the middle class versus the poor. And that was very brand new news to me. And I didn't learn that in school. I came from good schools, reputable schools, and I had never learned any of that. So that was the first guy. Today I follow people like Richard Branson, Elon Musk, I follow people um, you know, uh, like Tim Ferriss. So there, there are many people that I learn from, um, different aspects. Okay, nice, nice, mm. nice. I believe uh, you, know, you don't just follow just one guy or one lady, follow as many as possible in terms of those successful ones, and then also at the same time, learn from them, model them, and then apply whatever that they are teaching. You're uh, absolutely and, uh, right. Of course, get a mentor if you really can't execute some of the things that they are being taught. Unless if you, they are really, really expensive to pay them to mentor you, get their books, get their knowledge, their intellectual property from the books first and videos as well. Yeah, right? like just on the point of following and then actually executing yeah like for example one of the common people they follow is Gary Vee and yeah. you know everyone knows that Grayson <laughs> has interviewed the Gary Vee had a private session and all that and people are so caught up into the hype yep. of Gary Vee mm -hmm. and people say you know hustle hard and this and that and 
they think it's the Instagram life, but what they don't see is the countless hours that he puts in every day. Yeah, he's traveling man. every single day. He's away from his family. He's yes. putting out content day after day after day after day. Mm -hmm. He's pitching, he's talking to partners. You know, like people don't see the underlying, what's below the hood. Yes, and um, if you look at Gary Vee deeply, you can see that he's actually a practitioner. And you don't actually see a lot of that in his social media profile. Yep, you don't correct. see the, the, the nuts and bolts of it, but you see little snippets of it. For example, how do you Instagram hack and how do you DM and get yeah. followers and build partnerships and stuff like that? How yep, do you sell correct. via Instagram? Like, but that's like a tip of the iceberg of what he actually practices. And um, in terms of modeling success, you've got to really look deeper and you've got to look beyond the surface because if you just look at the internet, success stories and the internet gurus you tend to see what's on the surface but um what's below 90 percent that's typically what defines whether you make it or not and you need to go deeper than that and you need to go into a practitioner mode okay interesting yeah. wow that's that's really deep and i would like all of you to actually practice whatever that's being preached over here not just by imran but the other 31 other people that I've interviewed as well. If you have actually watched and followed, please, 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 please make full use of whatever tips and advices that they have given you and make full use of them. Like how I've been making full use of it as well. All right. Wow. And I mean, seeing you so, so hard working outside and making things happen for yourself, right? Like, how do you really, how do you really, you know, Wow, 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 Vicky, thanks for the, thanks for the heart, man, and thanks for the comment. And hey, I just want to check with you, right? How do you really make sure that you are able to juggle between your family, your work as an entrepreneur, and even as a dad as well? Right? How do you juggle between these three? Well, I, to be honest, I don't know whether I juggle it successfully. Okay. Uh, it's just chaos, and I mean, if, <laughs> if you. Like, you know, I see like uh, some friends like Imran Ali here and all that. Yep. Uh, I think that many people that are running businesses and having their families, even if you're in a job and you have a family, we all know it's very, it's very, it's, it's chaos, right? Yep. So um, what I tend to do is I make sure that I have a very clear schedule for myself. So mm -hmm. I have a very clear calendar and if it's on my calendar, it exists. Mm -hmm. And if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't. Oh, I have okay. certain rituals that I have, for example, every week, I have certain team meetings on Mondays with my team. Uh -huh. I have certain client calls scheduled every week. Okay. Um, so just having things on certain routines um, helps. Uh, what I find, uh, and I've dropped off a bit, is what I find is things like having a proper morning ritual. You know, when I wake up early, I get focused, I meditate, I get my 15 minutes of exercise, I start my day right. You know, just spending that half an hour to start right completely gets myself going for the rest of the day mm -hmm. and a lot of times it's just about being resourceful yeah uh, and not having the resources a lot of time it's about having the energy because you know for every problem that we have someone else has faced the same problem and yes. has come out stronger true right true, so I agree. so what makes a difference typically is that kind of resilience the attitude um, and mm -hmm. I think it's just really important to get we, we get ourselves into that state well you know after saying all this right I'm really pumped up already and I want to go and execute more on my goals and my dreams so that I can leave my work <laughs> and become a full-time entrepreneur and speaker and coach as well in the long run, right? So, and I just want to ask you, right? While you are building this, yes. while you're building this up, like being 
an entrepreneur, you're building the Leverage Group and so many other startups that you have started up before, right? What were the greatest failures that you have ever faced in, or I would say during the process of building this up? Well, that's a great question because I failed about six times in my business career. Six times. So I, okay. I call myself a serial failed entrepreneur, and okay. that's the truth. And I, you know, I have to let you know I came from no business family, no business background, no business money, no business connections. Okay. Um, so literally, a lot of these things I had to learn through trial and error. Mm -hmm. For example, when we started our company, Street Smart University, previously we raised funds of close to six figures, and then one year later we realized that we burned through everything. And oh, we were in wow. debt, right? So, okay. um, you know, and, and this is not uncommon. You see people all the time spending six figures of money, let's say opening up a cafe, and then it closes down a couple of years later and they're yep. in debt, right? So, so it's, it's not uncommon at all, right? So, yes. so these are things that actually happen very commonly. Um, so, you know, for, for, for someone like me, that was my learning process. I had to go through that and then it was in that hole where I said, oh my God, I had no income. I was uh -huh. going to get married in six months oh. and I owed people money. Wow. Imagine wow. you that's, having that and they say, hey bro, you got to get married in six months. Ah. Damn. The wedding bill, how? Ah. The travel, how? Stress, the honeymoon and all that, right? Man. So I had to go through that and in that crucible, uh -huh. we figured out how to make money. How? How, how do you figure <laughs> it out? Like so we, much, so, we so stopped, much stress we and We stopped all. screwing around. Okay. We stopped talking hyperbole and then we just went out and sold. Oh. Okay, so and that, that I, we, is we literally we started out literally going door to door and selling. So, oh. what happened was someone came to us and they said, "Hey, can you build us a website? Because you guys seem good online." Mm -hmm. And we said, "Oh, you know, that's not what we're doing. We're running this startup. It's a mobile app, blah blah blah." Yeah. And they said, "Well, we got eleven thousand dollars for this website." And I okay. said, "I'm your guy." Nice. So okay. what we figured out is, if someone is willing to pay that money for that, yep. there will be someone else probably willing, or a handful of others. And we just went around looking for that. We followed the money. Okay. And I think the biggest lesson that I can give to a lot of people here mm -hmm. is to follow the money. Don't follow the hypothesis. Don't follow the passion. If you want to make this a real business, like you said, yep. you got to figure out where's the money in this because if there's no money, you'll stop and then you'll go back into a job. Mm, right? And we're just being completely practical here. Right? Yep, so, yep, yep. so okay. and, and being practical is, being, is part of being a practitioner. Okay. You know, like the practitioner doesn't talk about the hyperbole and the size of the market and this and that. He's mm -hmm. talking about where are we going to go in the one year, how are we going to actually generate the revenue and what activities do we need to have oh, to okay. actually get those results, right? Okay. So like we're talking about real stuff, yep. right? And, right? And in terms of a business, when people come to me and they ask me to consult them about their marketing and everything, mm -hmm. you know, they can talk all the hype that they want, but the numbers speak. Yeah, I agree. Right? That okay. means how many clients, how much do you charge the client, what's the profit per customer, how much are you planning to grow? If you're saying, hey, I want to grow my business by a million, but I'm not willing to work double as much, or I'm not willing to put in a hundred K, then don't talk about the million because it's not practical. Okay. Right? So, you know, like there, there are certain limits to how much we can achieve and we just got to be practical about it. And so, okay. so it, was, it was really just down to that. And when it came down to that hole I was in, mm -hmm. I realized that I just had to toss aside all the theory and I just had to go out uh -huh. and just get it done. So. Meaning to say, we shouldn't be working for just our passion, but we have to work for the money as well, right? It's, it's a, it's a two-in-one thing rather than just a one thing, is it? They call that the ikigai, right? So uh -huh. it's, a, it's a, the confluence of what you're passionate about, what 
value you can provide, what the world needs or what yep. problem there are. Okay. And when that meets, then you have a service, a product, a solution mm -hmm. that actually you can deliver, that you have joy, that you have passion doing, that actually solves someone's problem that they're actually willing to pay you for. Ah, okay. Right, so that's where that confluence meets. That's where, okay. but you just have to understand that no matter how passionate about your job or your business yep. you are, there's going to be the shitty stuff. Yes. There's going to be the invoicing, there's going to be client terminations, there's going to be mm -hmm. contracts and terms and conditions, there's going to be non-payments, there's going to be cash flow holes, and all okay. of this stuff and part and parcel of actually running a business. So no matter how passionate you are okay. about that specific thing that you're doing or that product or service, there's going to be that stuff. Yeah, but the difference is you got to go into the business with passion. Yes. And you got to see that everything I do is part of that. Mm -hmm. Right? If I really believe in this message, then this invoicing or this sale or this thing that I don't like to do has to be done. Yeah. Because it's right. part of that passion. Yes. Don't talk to me about the passion. Okay. Don't talk to me about the passions and say I'm not willing to do what it takes to get the passion real. Okay. Right? So, True. you know, so, so a big part of what we, we do as, as a consultant is to kind of like merge the two. Okay. That passion, that theory and that hope and the objectives and you know like so what can we actually really do now? Okay. Because that's really all that matters. That's what we can control. True. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's that's something that I believe will hugely benefit you guys, especially those who are wanting to be an entrepreneur from employee as well. Because if you want to be an entrepreneur, you got to put in a lot of. Wait, what? Congratulations! Oh, no, 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 no! I'm not getting married so fast. Okay. Oh, okay. No, no, not so soon. Not so soon. All right. Wow. Uh, okay. Thumbs up for getting recent married. Oh. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it, it is something that we have to be practical about. It's not just about the positivity, the rah rah motivation that you get from seminars and all, but you have to really go and work ass off yep. in order to be really that damn successful it's like for this show it took me a while to be able to reach 1k 2k views per video per show and it's not just miracle miraculously uh, happened by having Gary V or by ha having so many other people that's on the show but it's by my consistency of getting people who are valuable and I believe people who are watching this show will benefit from it as well. So it's not just not just the you know the passion but you need to be really practical in getting the things done. And I, I'm grateful that you know I have Imran here to actually share so much, so many things right to you guys and I'm just curious right since legacy right is all about legacy mm -hmm. and just now you already shared somehow you already shared about what and how you have already gone through that difficult time that you had, right? So, now that we are going towards almost the end of the show, I'd like to ask you, what is legacy to you then? Like, because you are entrepreneur, you're adding value, you're adding service to people, what is legacy to you? And that's a great question. Um, legacy is really all about what you leave behind. Yep, correct. Um, you know, at the end of the day, when I leave this world, I can't bring my ego with me, I can't bring my social media platforms with me, I can't <laughs> bring my money with me. Yeah. Um, what I hope to do, leave behind, is the, the people that I touch, the mm -hmm. lives that I touch, the business that I touch. Okay. Um, 
one of the reasons why I do what I do with the Leverage Group is because we want to be able to help great businesses with great people, with great products and services touch more lives. Okay. Because the more lives you touch, that's the legacy you leave behind. Yep, true. Right? Okay. The team that we grow, because we do employ a team. For example, we have uh, videographers, we have web designers, we have graphic artists, we have social media researchers and schedulers, we have project managers who are part of our staff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the lives that we touch and their families. Okay. We have me and my partners and our families, right? So it's about being able to live a life, touch these families, do some good, and then leave the world a bit better than how we came across it. Okay, nice. Yeah. And and hey, you know what? We have a question from Dalton Leong. Okay, he is asking, how do you get back your motivation after you fail a business? How do I get back my motivation? Yeah, and how do you get back up then? Like, what what? I think it's thing? about I think it's about having the intention but no attachment. Intention, no attachment. So what does okay. that mean? So Dalton, what this means is that if you know. Mm-hmm. that the intention is that you want to build a business, you want to do good, you want to make a difference, you want to contribute change, yeah. then the prima facie of I failed in this business or I have to close down this entity shouldn't bother you at all. Okay. Because that should be very separate from your ability to continue making a difference. Oh, I see. You okay. see? So if you look at, let's say, people like um, uh, serial entrepreneurs, whether it's Elon Musk or Richard Branson, yeah. they've started hundreds of businesses. True. And it doesn't matter to them whether this business fails or succeeds because okay. in their heart, they know no matter what, I'm going to continue doing something good. Mm-hmm. Right? So pay less attention on whether that success or failure has anything to do with you because it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with you. Correct. Right? But if you have that intention to create, to solve, to contribute, to serve, then you go and do it anyway, right? So then yeah. the question is, where, where next, where else do I move? Mm-hmm. Don't attach that business, that brand, that name, that revenue to who you are. Mm-hmm. I have low revenue, so I'm worthless. My business failed, so I'm worthless. Why do we do that? Actually, that's completely untrue, okay. right? So Delton, if you fail, or even if you have a project that didn't come to fruition, that has nothing to do with your worth as a human being. Yep. So all you have to do is just to move on True. and then just ask, what next? Okay. Because the people that succeed literally, as the saying goes, go from failure to failure without any loss in enthusiasm. Yep, I so, agree. So it's really just that. So, so to me, business is really just about testing, getting results, and a failure is a result. A non-result yep. is a result. And then just tweaking and adapting and moving on as fast as possible. The problem lies when you dwell on that failure. Yeah. And you say, ah, bro, I failed, bro, let's go and drink. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. That is the problem. problem, right? And you see this not just in business, you see this if people cannot get over a relationship Rico. breakup. Yeah. Right? Or people cannot yeah. get over a bad exam result, or whatever yeah. it is, right? It Correct. doesn't matter whatever it is in life because mm-hmm. that does not define who you are. Yeah. The one thing that you have to figure out is what next. Because everyone who's successful has failed multiple times. True, I agree, man. I mean, Imran has failed six times. I failed <laughs> a couple of times as well, even though it's lesser than, than Imran. But one thing is, I realized that every failure is not the road to success. But in fact, every failure is feedback to your own success. That's right. Yeah, because you learn from it. 
especially if you learn from it okay if you don't learn from it then screw you we have to give you <laughs> give you give you a huge tight slap okay no, but just kidding all right but yeah so wow i mean wow that's you're that's, welcome delton that's that's amazing that's amazing and one last question yep. before we leave the show all right if okay if today is your last day on earth okay touch wood all right what will you say what we share to the audience who are watching right now or the replay as well if the world were to end today or within the next 24 hours the, what i would say is to love and live before you leave mm. love live before you leave and to me that just means that if you look at the most contributing and service-based entrepreneurs in the world who are successful mm -hmm. everything they do is an expression of love yes. think about the greatest works of art think about the greatest music pieces think about the greatest monuments think about the greatest businesses mm -hmm. these are all an outpouring of love made real made yeah. tangible right I so agree. so to me entrepreneurship is nothing more than any other pursuit in life um, and Ultimately, I'm not here to say that you must be an entrepreneur because it's a choice and yep, you're not better and you're not worse off if you're not an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. uh, but ultimately, if you don't live your life today on your own terms with your authenticity, if you don't live with love mm -hmm. and if you don't love the people around you, and yep. if you don't feel that love that you have from the universe, you are here today, you and I are sharing a moment on Facebook, wherever you are in the world, it's not by coincidence. There yes. is a reason to all of this, True. you know, um, then, then there is a purpose and all you have to do is to recognize that, be completely grateful that you are here, that you have your body, you have your mind, you have your abilities, your experiences and you can actually make a difference. So go and love, go and live before you leave. Alright, nice man. Wow, thank you so much man. Thank you, thank you. And this, this is really a great advice. So like what Gary and what I've always been sharing to all the people that's watching and has been listening to me you only have one life okay to live as you the best you can be all right so if you want to live it fully live it right now do it right now whatever that you want to do do it right now don't because of fear don't because of uh, mommy's advice daddy's advice teacher's advice says that your strength is this so you have to just do this Go and find your why, find your purpose, go and really do something that you really love and be practical as well because positivity without practicality will give you nothing. Yeah. Okay, so with that, I'd like to wish each and everyone that's been watching, following the Regacy Show, not just from Singapore, Malaysia, India, from US, UK, Australia and so many other countries and even Austria as well. All right, thank you so much for watching it. So with that, take care. All right, Thanks. good night. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you.